Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you process the collective trauma of the pandemic and begin to heal your energetic wounds. It is an energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month you will receive three new crystal healing sessions Plus, you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make your healing a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hello everyone, this is Damla Aktekin with A Drop of Om, and today I have Andreas Goldemann with me. I'm so excited to chat with him. He is a healer, an intuitive and spiritual advisor, and the creator of multiple online courses like The Power of Ancestors, Back to the Origin, and, and a few more in different languages. Andreas, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Dunbar. Thank you for letting me be with you, and and thank you for to all the listeners and, and watchers. Thank you for being with us. Yes, I love starting with your hearing about your healing and becoming a healer or, or doing what you do now. Story in, and I'm sure you've told this story many many times, but in in big brush strokes or whatever comes up today, can you tell us your story? The story started with me being three years old, singing in funny languages. I was standing in the shower and singing in syllables and, and tones nobody understood because I could speak already. And of course, with three, you, you can already speak. And the whole family looked at me and said, okay, what the heck is going on with him? That was one part. And the other part was, that very often family members that have not been in balance sat beside me when I was playing. And I saw them in their energetic structure 
and the colors of the energy because each chakra each different aura layer has a different color and this this uh color is the whole time in motion in change but if it's stuck in a certain chakra or a certain era area in a certain color very often the energy is blocked and so i i looked as a child i looked into it like okay something is wrong there and i still played ahead i still played and with them being with me they started to regulate themselves so they came back in alignment and also if they have been we had no bad words in the family but sometimes there was a little quarrel you know some arguments and they found easily back into peace that was quite interesting to me and i kept the let's say multi-dimensional vision until the age of 10 11 when my father told me that my parents will get divorced i i was my whole world was blown apart and from this moment on i do not remember anything again in this kind of multi-dimensional perception in the age of 28 i started really deep studies in out-of-body experiences and lucid dreaming and i did get my my perception back after a while so I, because it's the perception is in a theta state if your brain is in a theta state areas of your brain are working that give you this multi-dimensional perception if you are awake most people are sleeping in theta so I started to become stable in theta again in the wake state. So I started to see different dimensions again. And so because of my interest in my own body and the interest in, in other people's, my friends' bodies and everything, I started to become a healer. Beautiful. That's what I did as a child, but this was just 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, remembering or re-embodying what you knew and bringing it to life which brings me to i'm curious about your process now when you're working with an individual or with a group or when you're recording these sessions what is your process like as a healer how do you bring yourself to that theta place or do you it's there mm -hmm. it's there i mean if you if somebody's standing in front of me and i want to be in contact I go in contact. I'm not in contact the whole time any longer with other people. I have a very good boundary system that helps me stay sane and healthy to not take everything in. Because when I started the work, I felt the pain in my body and I experienced the pain the other one had in my body. But after a while I said, you know, there must be a different possibility to help without me feeling the pain of the other person. Today I have perception and I have a internal knowing what's wrong, but not the pain any longer in my body. I feel it in my body, but more like a hint. Mm. I cannot explain it. This is hint is not the right word. It's it's a it's a perception that sh shows you, oh, okay, L4, L5, totally out of balance. And I give an impulse and it comes back in alignment. Mm. Because I'm representing through a total authentic state of health the model the other one needs 
to take over the information they, they need to have to balance themselves again. So what I'm doing as an intuitive is not, um, work, okay, there are two things. There's working in the matrix in the blueprint. I can easily go with my hands into the blueprint and shift things. That's what I, what I saw in my dreams. And I did this maybe, I'm not saying maybe, everybody who is, who is into reincarnation and uh, different lifetimes may remember out of other lifetimes what they did. For me, working in a blueprint is so natural, it's a memory. I just step into it. And I'm shifting the blueprint this much that my participants in a, in a larger audience, for example, if I move the tailbone, jump from their seats when we bring it back in alignment, because that's what is happening there. So there is a possibility to go with your consciousness totally into this blueprint. And there is a possibility to become a role model of completion. I will not say perfection because perfection is it's very individual, but completion in a way that it feels good. And because of this feeling good, they take over the information and bring themselves in alignment. And it's an opening through, through silence that I achieve through my singing voice with my audience. They feel the vibration, they feel the changes and suddenly, oh, oh, okay, feels better. <laughs> I, it's very difficult to explain these things. I mean, I'm since 25 years in this work and I needed years to understand that I am singing and representing state of, again, completion, in total authenticity, how I feel it and how I would express it. Not anybody else, just me. Other people may come to the same result, but in a different way. I'm just doing Andreas work. This is how I perceived it, how I felt it, how I remember it. And um, because of this, it's very simple to me. I mean, if I want to have change somewhere, be it with an animal, with a plant, or helping somebody to come into change, I just step into the space. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> I want to give people a little bit of my perspective, having taken one of your courses, I took your The Power of Ancestors online course, which was a series of recordings, just as you described, you actually um, went in and described a certain situation or certain aspect you were working with in words. And then you would go into these um, singing slash talking or sound making um, breaks in between, and they would go continuously. And the first thing that um, that hit me was um, my healing or becoming a journey started with Sanskrit mantras. And there was something very similar to that because Sanskrit mantras are um, said to hold um, vibrational keys in each word and sentence. So it's not necessarily, there's no direct translation. They are the words or the sounds are like, um, most of them are called seed sounds. They represent an experience 
or an aspect of healing. So to me, it felt very similar to that. And then my second sense was um, it would be like an hour long session. I would start it and then I would be cognizant of it ending. Like there was no sense of time. It would start and it would be done. I've, but I felt a, a deep sense of relief afterwards. Um, can you talk a little bit about like when you're going into that place, like you described, just like that, what's happening to you and what's happening to the people who are listening? Okay, first you need to re first we need to 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 talk about how the whole thing works and does not work. We have a is condition. If we, if I'm working in a seminar and I don't do individual work any longer, I did twenty years of individual work, serving with my body, and after 20, 20 years, I said, you know, it's time to go into a different scale of this work. And I developed the work with the vibration to bring it out into the future so that everybody from today into the deep future can use my work. This was one, one idea I had when I have been living in the United States. I've been living in the States for um, five years from 2007 until 2012. I traveled many Unity churches, Unitarian churches, Center for Spirit Living, alternative clinics. I worked with shamans, with Indian shamans and medicine men and, and other people to actually find out what, what kind of similarities we have and how, how deep the whole thing goes. When we talk about the singing and everything, like you said, uh, with the um, Vedic singing or tantric singing and all of these, the vibration that is used there, the, the Celtic people did it in their time in their own way, like the Druids. Today, still, the shamans in South America do the same, do not always sing in their language. They use the vibration. So it's nothing new, but in our modern world, it is something unusual. But first, before we start doing something, we need to find out what is the is condition people find themselves in. So we have a certain topic. For example, when we talk about the power of the ancestors, how is the internal feeling with an ex-partner? Just an example. Or how is the internal feeling with the burden we carry as the inheritance for our parents or our ancestors. How much burden do I feel? How much are my shoulders suppressed? If I go in contact consciously, say, okay, I open my, my consciousness up, say, how do I feel regarding my ancestors? I'm German. My grandfather died in war. He was no Nazi. He was a guy who went to war because he fought for his country. That's what he did. But some people had a Nazi father or grandfather and they feel embarrassed. They feel shameful. They feel hurt because of the history that their father carried. And they still carry that burden. So how do they feel with this? This is these conditions. And the want condition the perfect condition I feel up front. Before I do a session, I bring myself in contact with the most beautiful, with the most 
open, free, most loving result we can get. And I, I have these two points, is and want, love, joy, happiness, simplicity, freedom, inner peace. Everything in here between, I don't care. It happens because it's like a channeling. You get yourself into the state and say, okay, I'm talking about the one or the other topic and I'm carrying on. So it's the work I do while we do recording is not in any way choreographed. It is a intuitive process that brings me from A to B. And I invite my listeners, my participants, to just step into this process. So in the beginning, we, we open up. The most important thing for me is, do you allow yourself to experience abundance? Do you allow yourself to experience deep peace, joy, happiness, abundance financially? That you experience the great love of your life, that this beautiful woman, beautiful man comes into your life and enrich your life with their being? Do you allow yourself this abundance? This is the most important for me. Because if we ask most people, we get a simple, very big no. I don't. Because I'm a sinner. Because my church told me. Because my father or my mother have never been happy with me. I, I don't feel enough to experience this about that. This is the main problem. This is the main problem that people think they are not enough to really deserve the best. I feel like um, there's, I, I agree with, with a lot of it. Um, what I am wondering is, because it's so unique what you do, would it be possible to give a tiny bit of a demonstration and then I want to dive into something else but how do you feel feel about um giving us a little taste of what you do um we can do that that's that's short easy the, the most important thing is we cannot get you out of a certain emotion that has been stuck for years but what we can do we can build up an openness towards more self-love. And I think this is the most beautiful thing we can do because that's the greatest and the most important love you can experience in your life. So, but before we do so, we need to estimate where we are. We need to check where we are. So if I'm talking about self-love, you'll see me smiling and I'm feeling already deeply in, into myself. And I can say 99%, I really love this guy. How do you feel about yourself? Sometimes I made little mistakes, so what? And this is this 1% that jumps up. But then I let go of this again. How do you feel about your love? That you carry deep inside of you for yourself. Do you allow yourself to be enough? And if you... I'm, I'm sure we can pause the video. If, if you watch the video later, you can pause it. Or no, no, not, not pause it now. Just to, but the person who is watching it can pause it later. 
Okay, that's important. Okay, so you can do one thing. You can stand up for a moment and walk in your room and feel regarding self-love how your body moves. If you stand up, feel already how difficult it is or how easy it is to stand up, to lift yourself up from the chair, feel your hips, your knees, and when you walk, feel the connection on the floor. I'm a very physical guy. Men are pragmatic. We love physical connection. So when you feel the soles of your feet on the floor regarding self-love, feel your ankles, your knees, feel your hips. And how's your breathing? Is your breathing open? Can you breathe deeply into your belly? Or ah, is it stuck? Does it stuck in your diaphragm? And is there an emotion coming up? An emotion of, yay, that's good. Or, hey, oh, I would love to run away right now. Because I know I don't care about nothing. I don't care enough of me. Or even anger coming up, fuck it. You know, I don't want to work with that one right now. Going really deep resistance. That can be too. So be honest. What kind of emotion comes up? How much burden do you feel on your shoulders? How, how is your jaw? Check it. Gamla, check it. Don't be shy. <laughs> so, uh, how's your, how are your gums? How much tension is within your gums? Emotion, negative emotion, gets first in the jaw, the muscle of the tongue, and the gums. And we show our teeth or we retreat. So that's where emotion starts in the body. How open is your is your brain? Do you have a feeling of a separation, left and right side? Is there a separation? Or do you have a, a feeling of wholeness in your head? How are your eyes? Is there a focus vision? Focus vision or is there a peripheral vision? These checks are very important because if you do them regularly in your life, you will realize when you are in stress or when you're totally open. And how does the room feel around you? Are you connected to the space you find yourself in, to this room? I'm sitting in my little studio. I love my studio. I created it. And the word I created it is important because I am at the center. I have been the creator of this house. Or do you feel like you have been put into a space like a, how do you call this? People when they're in a movie, but they're not in the main role, side roles or, or uh, statist, statist? I, if we call them statist in German, I don't know the word for it, the English word. Are you the, the main act or are you somebody who's just walking by so that they have somebody as a by walker in the background? And you feel like you live your life like this. This is an important perception. 
because you will feel different after we did this. If you feel like a bywalker, somebody who is by accident also in the movie, this is an important feeling. And then forget everything. Just sit yourself upright on a chair and we open up. If you want, oh, sorry, I forgot about that. If you want, you can also go to the mirror that you have in your house, look into your eyes and see who and what you see. Look at yourself, go into the connection. Do you love this person in front of you? Or do you retreat? How much gentleness is in your, in your view? How much opening, how much welcome? And then if you did that, come back. And if you want to pause the video to do all this, you can pause the video and then come back and press the play button again. Okay. Then just sit down, relax and go with me. Almondit I Jam Jadiai Kalmai Kalmajina Chamateha Irisanani Shalila Tanadi Skomadainai. Marichel, Sama, Direhal, Nakum, Amon Daish El A Barishala Karamas and Yenishana Tanay Bay 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 Sin. Barashel, Karasanat, Dehech, Eishela, Kanye, Purihei. And then open your eyes for a moment. We're not yet here, not ready yet, but just open your eyes for a moment and realize that your vision has changed tremendously already. The more open vision, less focus, more peripheral, and there is a deeper state of relaxation. And if you could take your hands and stretch your hands out and hold your heart, that would be possible for you to hold your heart and care for it. And see it as the marvelous wonder it is. 
see yourself as the marvelous wonderer you are. The Ganesh, the Madan, Kuwesh, Egypt, Jinnet, for the Jinnet, Nahatele, Sinin, Jibiri, Polmonli, Karazajinish, Feel this much deeper connection we established right now. Thank you. That was good. I'm feeling um, easier breath and expanded. I was looking for the words like an expanded. It's an expanded yes. consciousness and yes. there, is a, there is a deeper connection. If you feel the connection to yourself, it's almost like, hmm, let me take care of you. Yes. Just so beautiful. And uh, this was a very fast little experience, but it shows us how much is possible the moment we use sound and, and movement and reflection. Mm. The question I have, um, or the, the thing that I love to talk about next is you mentioned those um, deep-seated emotions that may have been there through trauma or generations. Um, what is, how do you see the role of the person who's being healed or who's healing themselves versus the role of the healer? Like what are, what are the responsibilities or what's, what would be the, um, the approach by both that would yield the best result in a way. We, we need to realize then that in other cultures, a broken leg is healed in two hours. In other cultures, a tumor is sang away in China from healers within 10 minutes. But this deep, we call it wonder, miracles, can only occur if there is total trust. We have been raised in the Western world with distrust. We trust the doctors and the doctors created a certain reality where things and healing needs a certain time. Where we as people get a 90 years old and then jump into the box. The problem we do have in our society is that we do not believe in the miracle that we are. To go into a deep healing, if there is real trauma, first we need to go in total acceptance of this condition. If I'm fighting against something, my attention is on the battle. My energy is in the battle, not on the healing process. First, I need to accept totally, and then I can let go. But there are certain stages if we are confronted with problems 
And of course, they bring us into deep emotions and we experience emotions throughout our whole life, positive and negative emotions. If the negative emotions are connected to physical trauma or mental and soul trauma, then they get stuck in our etheric field. Opa, bless you. <laughs> and if they get stuck in the etheric field, it's not that easy to get it out. We use vibration. I use vibration to vibrate it out of the field. But with the normal common sense approach, it is tough to work emotions out. So everybody says it needs time. I say, no, it needs five minutes. If you have the right approach, not all emotions at once, but one after the other. If I put my attention and my, my gratitude onto what is, because it's everything, be it the good and the bad, is teaching us deeply to become the more conscious, the more advanced, the more experienced being. So the moment I'm totally in acceptance and in trust in my own ability and creation, be it the father, creator, big spirit, uh, the father in the sky, big intelligence, the universe, um, mother earth, whatever, creation, full, cre full, full acceptance and, and trust into this creation that things can change within splits of seconds. I'm open. So if you see a healer at Bali, a Balian, they call it Balian, or if you go to the Aborigines or you go somewhere deep into the rainforest in South America and somebody has a broken leg and they come to the healer, they know he can do that. The healer knows he can do that. And they go into this state of trance and connect the molecular structure again. There is no doubt, they just do it, period. It's handiwork. It's like a craftsmanship, especially if it comes to structures. It's very easy to understand, but in our society, it needs time because if it needs time, there is a different value behind it for the payment of the work. And there is a better control. You need to behave within the six weeks. So I have you under control and you do what I say. I have you under control. But we could let go of this control if we would connect the docs, the therapists, the natural healers. When If we would connect all together and work together, it would be so much simpler. Because what I do is energetic and spiritual healing. So what I need to have is total trust in my ability. If I give an impulse of what I need to do, uh, is, is a sending, mm, sometimes in lack of word. Yeah, it's an impulse that this impulse goes through. If I would doubt my work, it will not work. I need to have total trust. And if I have a certain challenge in front of me, I can feel if I trust myself to solve it. If I have not to trust to solve it, I'm working out the issue that says, no, I don't trust myself. That's my, that's my responsibility as a healer and 
the responsibility as the one who wants to be healed is, yes, I am myself worthy enough. I want to feel, I want to experience my new I and the possibility of total healing. But again, we're, we're back at, am I enough? If it answers, I hope it answers your question. It does. I feel like um, a lot of what you're talking about goes into a self-healing journey as well. It, it first comes to the um, starting point, as you say, the discomfort and all the different voices around you telling this is that, this is that. And you going on a journey of saying, okay, what else is possible? And then when you find that the what else that is possible to to go into it with a wholehearted um, openness, as you were saying, trust, which is so difficult though, when you're coming from trauma and being wounded, it might be difficult at first and it can become with like smaller openings perhaps, like mm -hmm. smaller trust, like we were doing, you, you trust in your breath first, you trust in the present moment and then comes as you strengthen your container, maybe then you look at one emotion that comes up that day and so on and so on. Um, but by all means, also getting help and support from a healer who can sort of hold that vibration for you if you need to. Mm -hmm. that's sort of what I'm getting from this you mentioned something interesting earlier about the German culture and certain weights and burdens that you see people carrying mm -hmm. and I know you worked with many different nationalities do you see any um, patterns or specific emotions that certain nationalities or countries carry a little bit more or different than others sure I mean if you go into the east there is more melancholy. They, they also, they, they, there is a, if you go to Russia, there is this deep pain that comes from, from through the cultures because of this tremendous hard life these people experience. There's an agony in there. Ah! If, they, if they explain what they experience, they are, they are in a deep agony. And this goes through the whole, uh, not citizenship population very interesting if you go to portugal they are very extremely melancholic i mean this has been the greatest sea um seafarers uh, when, when they travel the oceans i'm, again, I'm <laughs> yeah sea traveler this has the big has been the biggest nation of sea travelers in the middle ages they have been this was a huge, and suddenly the whole industry is gone. And they have a hard time to maintain their jobs. They have a hard time to, to be employed and, and get the money to actually feed their families. There's a deep melancholy in there. We Germans, we, we are having arguments. We are very envy. There's a lot of envious, enviness and, and uh, misquinced. Um, and not, not granting the other their richdom and their abundance. This is what we have with us. I don't know where this comes from. I have no idea, but it's there. You, you see it. 
if you if you come to the United States, people love to tell me what they did that they become experienced and that what they did to become abundant. They love to tell you because okay, here is a recipe. Take it. A German would never give you the recipe how to get rich because you get could get richer like him. Woo! You're holding on to everything. I don't know why, but it's there. So there is a certain vibration. And if you go into different countries, also if you go in the states, different states, there's a different quality. Go into the deep south. Hallelujah. I'm happy that I'm still alive when I travel to the deep south. You know why? Because it's, there is a uh, very hard view to natural healers. If you go to California, it's totally open, of course. Washington, it's totally open. But there are different, different mentalities everywhere around the world. So it's, it's, this is very interesting. What kind of burden, what kind of emotional, collective emotional pain bodies act in these countries. But, you know, uh, I think it's not that important. What is really important is that we start to find deep inner peace, bring out our own talent, realize that we are a divine being, that creation is acting through us, and that creation and your personality mixed together is totally unique for every one of us. And that everybody is carrying a huge gift, a huge potential within them, how they could share their love to the world in their total unique way. And I think this is important that we encourage people to dig deep into their own potential and guide them into their greatness. Because there's nothing more beautiful than people that are happy in what they do, what they love to do, what they share, how they can enrich life. That's the most important for me. And if somebody asks me, are you a healer? No, I don't see myself as a healer. I more see myself as an artist and an advisor, how to come back into alignment with your own love that you share, that you want to share with the world. Because we all want to share. We all want to share who we are. We have this deep yearning. But most don't allow themselves. Most think, oh, I am what you think, what I think you think I am. I am what Damla thinks. And I think she thinks of me. You know what I mean? And then I'm not seeing myself through my eyes, I'm seeing myself through my eyes, how I think you think of me. And I do not even know what you think of me, but I'm suppressing my own being and don't allow myself to shine through. Because you may have had a critical look at me once. I mean, thinking about 
father, mother, children, siblings, brothers, sisters, friends, supervisors, boss, bosses, clients, partners, husband, wife. We see so many people every day and we judge and we think we know what they think. We don't know anything. If you just know how much you love yourself because you have great potential and you can bring it into the world with your love, then it's not important what, what anybody else thinks of you. And there is healing. There is the deepest healing in this self-love that comes through you sharing who you truly are. Thank Amen. You. Yes. <laughs> That's a good, good reminder. Andres, thank you so much for, for doing all you do, for sharing your gifts and giving us a little taste of what you do too. I want to ask, um, what is next for you? What is the next thing that excites you as a, as a creator, as, as someone who, who works in the healing field? And then how can people find out more about you? Uh, the next thing we're doing is an app. We created an app right now. This app, uh, I, can't, I can't say the name yet because we have not gotten the, the okay from the, from the registry. We'll help people to come back into a state of inner peace, joyfulness, whatever they, they choose within a very short time. Because we find ourselves in... certain states are in certain conditions because what we experience every day, every moment, you know, sometimes we are totally uh, down because we have had ne negative news one day, the other day we are totally depleted because we worked so hard. But within a short time, I can help you to come back into a very different state of consciousness. And that's what we do with this app. There's one part is about consciousness, what kind of condition you want to find yourself in. And the other part is that we help people through a technique, if they have hurt themselves, if they have problems with an organ or whatever, that we do the vibration in the, into the app so that they can help um, heal themselves spiritually, energetically. Because if the, if the blueprint, if you know, if certain vibrational areas are free of stress, the healing goes very fast. So that's Beautiful. what we're working on right now. I will now. share your um, website where people can get more information about that. I know you have yeah. in German. We, we can actually inform you, Damla, when this is done. And you can send it out. I mean, this is no problem. The moment we, we are ready, around about the 15th of November, 1st of December, that's the time where we want to launch our app. And we have been working for one year on it right now. It's really a lot of work in it. I'm looking forward to, to send it out. It's, it's, yeah, this is my biggest dream, what we are experiencing right now, what we're doing right now. Beautiful. Fast, instant changes in consciousness and also a deep healing so that people understand, wow, I don't need to go through the suffering forever. And that there are lots of possibilities. That's what we're going Possibilities and tools that are reachable to you, right? That's, that's another beautiful thing. Thank and the first part is free. The, okay, yeah. you know what? I'll probably I'll 
be in touch with you. So when, when that comes online, I'll include some information about that as well. Thank you so, so much. And um, I will put some information about you and your work down below as well. Thank you so much for joining me in conversation. Thank you, Namla. And thank you for everybody at home that you stayed with us this long. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.